Yo, welcome to another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live, your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. We cover breaking news, culture, matter, warfare. We will be your guide through the separation of money and state. And today is one of those episodes where we are witnessing firsthand this ep- the, the separation of money and state. We, uh, we've been covering for a couple months now, um, and we identified it. Nick Carter really did a great job. Uh, basically outlining all the different steps that the current Biden administration has been taking in the hopes of isolating the industry from the traditional financial system. Uh, We had Caitlin Long on Simply Bitcoin IRL a couple days ago, and she said her words, not ours. She said that the, the these tactics are coming straight from the top. They're coming from the White House, the White House itself. And today, yesterday really yesterday night we we got the smoking gun um so the uh the white house released uh, a report the economic report of the president and there is 20 pages uh we're going to try to get through a lot of it today if we have the time 20 pages dedicated to uh attacking bitcoin um basically making the case that you know you need a government you need a state you need a sovereign to issue the money um I think that those arguments, after all the money printing, after all the theft, right? Because that's really what it is. Every time they print money, right? If you don't have your money in assets, it's it's stealing from you. If you're earning in dollars, if you work on a salary, if you don't have savings, you're getting poorer when they when they print money. So these justifications are BS. Uh, we're gonna dive deep into it, but I guess on I guess a little bit of new uh, good news is that. While this is happening, right, at the top level of the U.S. federal government, at the same time on the state level, which we started covering yesterday, uh, specifically Florida, South Dakota, Texas, right, there are big movements to ban CBDCs outright, right? And then you have to ask yourself, like, why are they so hell-bent on doing it this way? Well, it's, it's obvious. They want to be able to maintain the privilege of being able to create money for free that everyone else has to work for. That's what it's about. You control money, you control people. You control the monetary policy, you control people. And they don't want to let go of that privilege. So they're trying to justify their existence. And their hopes of doing that are central bank digital currencies. And this is something that we've said many times on this show. The same people that are supposedly tasked to regulate the industry are the same people that don't really benefit from the industry succeeding, right? We're big believers in incentives. They're not really incentivized to play fair, right? We've, we've shown you many examples, right? Caitlin Long's bank, Custodia Bank, denied a federal banking charter, even though it was more than one-to-one backed. It was 108% backed. But you have banks like SVB, like Silicon Valley Bank, right? And guess what? You know? taking a lot more riskier decisions with their customers' deposits, and they go belly up, right? So, you know, this is what it's about. This is the separation of money and state. Bunker down, take self-custody, because it, it, we've been saying this many months. If you're, you know, if you've been a viewer for a while, this should not, have, this should not come as a surprise to you. They are now saying the quiet part out loud. And, of course, you know, they mentioned Bitcoin's energy usage as well. Right. Every single type of thing they can use to attack this movement, they will use. We are here. Bunker down, take Bitcoin into self-custody. And I'm very bullish on individual states. I'm very, very bullish on individual states. Of course, there's some states that are going to be hostile towards this movement. But there's going to be some some states that are friendly towards this movement. And that's exactly what we're seeing. Anyways. It's going to be a crazy show. We're going to try to bring all the receipts for you guys. But before we start the show, I want to bring up my awesome co-host, Always Optimistic. Opti, how you doing, bro? I am doing wonderful today, Nico. Another day in paradise. Another day where Bitcoiners just stay winning. What do I say every single day, guys? Governments can't ban Bitcoin. They can only ban themselves from Bitcoin. And now we are seeing it from the tip top that they are afraid. This is the they are afraid gif. 
And it's kind of like an I told you so. But hey, I'm going to wait for for my dunking until the news segment so that we can uh, keep it fresh. And on the culture, I, I couldn't find our Twitter, our guest today on Twitter. So I do have a little narrative and it's kind of back to this idea of, uh, you know, grow up and play the real game going on right now, and it is being a Bitcoiner. Every other game is rigged against us, and the only lifeboat we have is Bitcoin. So I think this is going to be a fun one. TLDR, Bitcoin Maxis, we're right, and stay right. <laughs> Anyways, let's bring in our guest. Stay right. All right, let's bring up our guest, uh, Chico Durden. How you doing, bro? Seems like he's having some audio issues. We're going to try to get him back during the numbers segment. Anyways, everybody, let's get to the numbers. We have a lot to talk about today. Let's check it out. The Bitcoin Numbers. Brought to you by Noddle. At this point, you should be running your own Bitcoin node. If you don't use your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. Run your own version of Bitcoin Core, the Lightning Network, Whirlpool, and Dojo, all from the comfort of your own home. And... If you're a digital nomad, you have absolutely no excuse because now you can run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit noddle.eu today. All right, everybody, I want to tell you about the largest Bitcoin conference on the face of the earth, Bitcoin 2023. You can use the promo code simply to get yourself a big discount to this Bitcoin celebration. Opti and I are going to be there as well. We hope to see a lot of you guys in the flesh, in person. You don't want to miss this. Anyways, let's go through some of the speaker list. We have Michael Lewis, Arthur Hayes, Michael Saylor, Jack Maulers, Alex Gladstein, Stacey Herbert, Matt O'Dell, Lynn Alden, and many, many more. You don't want to miss Bitcoin 2023. You can use promo code simply to get yourself a big discount on the tickets. Anyways, at the time of recording, the Bitcoin price is 28595 Michael Saylor is almost break even. What happens when Michael Saylor breaks even? I mean, I'm 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 feeling I'm feeling bullish right now, not gonna lie. Sats per dollar, 3,497, block height, 781,987, reachable Bitcoin nodes, 17,484 blocks to the halving. 58,013 having estimate April 21st, 2024 total lightning network capacity, 5,422 Bitcoin capacity value, $155 million realized monetary inflation, 1.76% and the market capitalization of Bitcoin, $552 billion with a B. Anyways, I want to move on to uh, this tweet by Brady Swenson. Um, and I think it's very appropriate, right, for, for what's happening in the arguments that the White House put out in the economic report, right? You know, it's, it says Bitcoin is neutral money. And there's a very famous video of Andreas Antonopoulos speaking to a bunch of people about Bitcoin. Mind you, at the time, the price of Bitcoin was $100. Anyways, let's check it out. The topic I want to talk about today is Bitcoin neutrality. Bitcoin neutrality. What does Bitcoin neutrality mean? Neutrality in Bitcoin means being able to adopt Bitcoin in any culture, any language, any religion, any geography, but also any political or economic system. So Bitcoin neutrality is about making Bitcoin a standard that is independent of your desires and expectations. This isn't a libertarian currency any more than it's a communist currency. It's a currency, and it can be applied to any political system, whether it is the political system you like or not. It's a neutral currency. So, what does neutrality mean? Neutrality doesn't mean no principles. Neutrality is a principle in itself. And in fact, what I'm here to talk to you about today is that neutrality is the most important principle in Bitcoin, and most of the other great things derive from that. If you want to really understand how neutrality will affect Bitcoin in the future, we need to look at what has happened with the internet and TCPIP in terms of neutrality. On the internet, anyone can publish with the same voice that 
Time Warner and CBS and ABC and CNN have. So neutrality is about being able to balance things so that it doesn't matter who the sender is or the recipient is, how big the transaction is, what type of transaction it is, whether it's buying gold, camels, or drugs. Neutrality means that the network will process your transaction and will charge you based on how big that transaction is in the blockchain. So, yeah, man, look, uh, th this is what we're here about. This is why we always say simply Bitcoin A is apolitical. We do not lean left, we do not lean right, right, in the traditional, you know, fiat tropes like we call them, right? We stand for Bitcoin. You know, and we, what we are advocating for is a system that doesn't care where you're born in, right? Uh, where you happen to be born in, what part of the world you're in, right? You can use Bitcoin. You can download a Bitcoin wallet and you can basically plug into the world financial, uh, to, to the, the world economy, right? And the system they're advocating for is a system that does care where you happen to be born in, does care what country you're in, does care what skin color you're in, does care what religion you have. That's the system that they're advocating for. The system that we're advocating for is a neutral system. So when they say, when they argue, right, we're going to get to a lot of the arguments that the White House made that, you know, there's no benefit to the system. Well, that's benefit number one, right? So if you care, if you truly care about equity, inclusivity, right, you're a Bitcoin advocate. If you're not a Bitcoin advocate, you're against that because you're advocating for a system that want that that does have biases it, it does care where you are right and, and even worse right it's a system that steals from you as well right so you know it, 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 all their narratives and their spin right it, it's just that it's narratives and spin it's misrepresentations of what this what this movement is actually all about this is about freedom this is about everyone having access to good money we live in a world right now where you only have access to somewhat usable money if you happen to be born in a specific location, right? And this is what we're advocating for. This is what we're fighting for. And, you know, their arguments, right, really, like, I, I don't believe them because it's like, yes, they say they care about inclusivity. They say they care about equity. They say they care about all these, you know, all these nice buzzwords. But when push comes to shove, it would require them to give up a little bit of power in order for those things to even be possible. And of course, they're not willing to do that, right? And this goes back to something that we've always said on Simply Bitcoin. Bitcoin exposes incentives, right? No matter who you are, whether you're a government, a company, a person, it exposes what you really want, right? And it's one of, one of Bitcoin, one of Bitcoin, one of my favorite features of Bitcoin, right? So... Shout out to Andreas, played a huge role in my personal orange pilling journey. Um, absolute legend. You can notice, right, that that room was basically empty. Bitcoin conferences aren't empty anymore, man. They're full of people, right? So holy cow, have we come a long way. But I'm, I'm remembering my conversation with Luke Broyles. We are just in the very beginning, and I'm incredibly bullish. But hey, we are going to have a bumpy road in the process this is the separation of money and state. They're not going to give over the keys gently. They're going to want to fight tooth and nail to be able to keep on to that privilege of being able to make money for free that everyone else has to work for. Anyways, Opti, what are your thoughts on this, bro? Well, first and foremost, like you said, uh, Andres orange-pilled me in 2017 as well. So feeling a little nostalgic right now because I haven't watched any of his content in a long time. But I, I remember those long nights when I first caught the FOMO Bitcoin bug and just watch hours of Andres' videos. The old stuff is so good. Uh, but anyways, I, I really like the topic of, of this particular video because this is something we talk about consistently you know neutral money is good like as we're seeing right now having a money outside of the system is a good thing owning a neutral money that no one's that no one controls is why we love bitcoin this is basically what we talk about every single day and of course today is the FOMC meeting you know the Federal Reserve meeting and everyone is caring what the Federal Reserve is about to do everyone is watching and and wondering whether they are going to break the system or not and 
see how a small group of people are going to react to what is happening in real time, you know, affect the monetary supply of the U.S. dollar. And as a Bitcoiner, we have opted out of this madness. You know, humans should not have control over the money. This is why we Bitcoin. Neutral money is a good thing. Having our money controlled by an algorithm, you know, secured by math and encryption is a feature. We no longer have to trust humans not to debase our currency. And furthermore, like, why should you trust a small group of people to tell us what we can buy, you know, what we can save in and at how much they're going to debase our savings? Like, this is absolutely insane. And you don't have to. You opt out of Bitcoin being a neutral money that no government or people control is the feature of Bitcoin. This is why we Bitcoin. We have taken money out of the hands of humans and we have put our faith in math and an algorithm completely outside of the system. And again, of course, they are not going to go easy into that dark night and the oppressors are not going to give up that oppression easily. So this is why we say every single day, the most important thing for you guys to do is to take Bitcoin into self-custody, spread the signal, and, uh, you know, tell more people about this. Live a prosperous life and make sure that you live long so you can usher in these sets. And this is all we are doing. Continue to counter the BS from these people because they are working with the fiat incentives, which means they are not incentivized to let you off the yoke. Like you guys need to take back your life, take back your money and save in Bitcoin. It's literally this easy. And yet it still seems complicated for people. Yeah. Chico, what's your take on all this, bro? Hey guys, what's up? It's a pleasure to be here with you. Um, so yeah, um, regarding what you guys said, I think the Lord of the Rings analogy is a great one. So basically, we have like this ring of power, right? It's the control of money. And we Bitcoiners, we are like raising this army uh, to try to face like uh, dark army, which is basically the guys that are defending our current fiat system. And we are on this journey through to the volcano to to destroy the ring once and for all, because we know that once we do that, we'll, we will have a better society for everyone. Absolutely, man. And this is what it's about. And, you know, this is why we bring, you know, Bitcoiners from all walks of life on Simply Bitcoin, uh, on Simply Bitcoin Live. We, we, we make the effort to do just that because everyone's voice matters here. Everyone contributes, you know, doesn't matter whether you have a big a Twitter account, small Twitter account, small YouTube channel, big YouTube channel. Every single tweet, we say it in that we say it during the meme review, right? You know, tweets are bullets, uh, memes are artillery in this information war that we're fighting. We're trying to win over the hearts and minds of people, and you do that one individual at a time, one individual spreading, you know, the Bitcoin message, right? It's not a left and right issue. It's not Democrat or Republican, at least in the U.S., right? It's not, you know, a socialist versus whatever, you know, the, the, the right side equivalent of that is. It's, it's not about any of that, right? It's about, you know, we want a money that doesn't steal from us and that money is for everyone, right? It doesn't matter which side of the political spectrum you are. It doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter what your beliefs are. You have the ability to use Bitcoin. And if you're against that, that's what you're against. You want a money that only a certain amount of people can use, that only a specific amount of people that you can use. That's what you're against, right? And we have to be very clear with that messaging. That's what you're against. If you're against Bitcoin, you're against that, right? We have to be very, very clear. They won't be able to argue. They will not, They don't have a response to that. It's, it's an indefensible position. Right. So we have to highlight that. We have to highlight the fact that they want to you. They want us. They want to force people to use money that decreases in purchasing power over time. They do not have a response to that either. And those are the points that we have to focus on. We have to highlight. And, uh, you know, like we always say, man, if enough people take self-custody, that's how we win. All right, hold on, Nico. Hold on, Nico. Before you go, before you go. Uh, you basically almost said this, so it's my obligation. You're against Bitcoin. You're against freedom. Okay, and then uh, the next I, thing. <laughs> I was purposely avoiding that. No, no. You're against Bitcoin. You're against freedom. Okay, and then also, shouts out to Jose. Uh, he said, mention the, wall mention the wallets again, Opti. Again, we say it basically every single day, maybe every other day at this point, but... Taking Bitcoin into self-custody and telling people just to take Bitcoin into self-custody is half the battle. Push people towards the, the tools. You know, I, I like what I like, but you may like some other stuff. And so the wallets that I like, whether on mobile, is Blue Wallet, Green Wallet, Zeus Wallet, uh, Pine, Moon, uh, Mercury, 
uh, Phoenix. And then on a desktop, there is Sparrow, Spectre, Bitcoin Core, Hardware Wallets, Jade, Cold Card, Seed Signer. There's more. There's a bunch of honorable mentions, and I am blanking on them. But pick something. Try it yourself. There's trade-offs to everything. But this is the way. Thank you, Jose. We will continue to do that. Absolutely beautiful. All right, everybody, let's get to news. Let's do it. The Daily News. Brought to you by Blockstream Jade, built by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. It's an open source hardware wallet for the cold storage of Bitcoin. Blockstream Jade houses a full color camera, allowing for fully air-gapped Bitcoin transactions. Scan and display QR codes directly on the device to sign transactions and verify addresses with ease. Use your Blockstream Jade with your favorite wallet software, such as the Blockstream Green, Blue Wallet, Electrum, and Sparrow. Get yourself a Blockstream Jade today and take self-custody of your Bitcoin. All right, everybody. So the White House released economic report of the president. In this report, about 20 pages, I just want you guys to pay attention to the, the, the length of the section that was committed to focusing on Bitcoin is about 11 pages longer than the Bitcoin white paper. And I think that says a lot of, uh, it's signal right there. Look, this Bitcoin isn't complicated. It's simple, and that's a good thing. Um, anyways, so here's chapter eight. Uh, before I get into it, because I, I do want to, you know, kind of go back and forth uh, through certain segments, um, I, I want to read the preface. Right. And, and, and I know there's a lot of Bitcoiners in the audience, and I'm sure it will make your blood boil. So it says multiple financial crises have struck the United States during the last two centuries. Many of these crises have been caused by institutions that function like banks, but are not registered or regulated as banks, so-called shadow banks. Right. And remember what Elizabeth Warren words are important and they're powerful. What did Elizabeth Warren refer to Bitcoin developers as shadowy supercoders? Anyways, it goes on to say, for example, the 1907 crisis, then called a, quote, panic, was mainly caused by trust companies, which were state chartered entities that competed with banks for deposits. Because these trusts were not part of the central payment system and thus process only a small, small amount of payments, they did not they did not hold a large amount of cash related to deposits. To earn profits, they made as many loans as possible. After a series of events in October 1907 set off a rush for withdrawals, several trusts faced a run and were forced to suspend credit and liquidate assets, acting as a catalyst for a larger fire sale in financial markets. To save the financial system, J.P. Morgan, owner of the of the bank and a small number of other financial leaders, individually chose which banks to bail out this helped government policymakers realize that, okay, so JP Morgan picked what banks to bail out. Now the government picks what banks to bail out. Remember what happened with SVB? Remember the, the, the video of Yellen, right, where Senator Grassley was asking, okay, so wait a second. So you're backing up the big banks, but the smaller banks, not so much. So, you know, the problem is, how about you stop trusting a, a, a bank with your deposit and you just take a little bit of personal responsibility and take self-custody? I also want to highlight the date, right? Because they said, look, 1907, before the establishment of the Federal Reserve in 1913, right? Um, and coincidentally, by the way, the same year is when they implemented the federal income tax. It's, it's, it's weird how it's the same year. Lots of coincidences. Um, the Great Depression happened in 1933, the 2008-2009 financial crisis happened after a central bank, right? So I, I don't, you know, really understand the argument. I, I think the argument that they're making is this helped government policymakers realize that when faced with the crisis, the financial system, as then constituted, would rely on a privilege of group of individuals seeking to maximize their own profits rather than on institutions that had an obligation to protect the public's interest. Now, that's a questionable statement. If you are under the age of 35, those, apparently what they're advocating for, the government did not protect me in 2008, 2009. It stole from me. In fact, in 2020, it stole from me too. Look at the prices of real estate. It's unaffordable. So what is it that they're advocating for, right? And they have to preface this. They have to preface. This is the first uh, paragraph that they start with advocating for central banking. But 
I'm not paying attention to what their spin and what their narrative is. I'm paying attention to what the consequence, what the results of that system are. They've stolen from our future. Period. There, there's no, there's no, like you, you can't, you can't go around that. We've shown you guys the receipts many, many times. Anyways, here is this CoinDesk article that goes into the nitty gritty of a lot of the parts of the report. And we're going to go back to the report, but this is a good summary. So it's CoinDesk, White House takes aim at crypto in scathing economic report. The White House took aim at cryptocurrencies in a new report, arguing that many aspects of the digital asset ecosystem are creating issues for consumers, the financial system, and the environment. The economic report of the president, published on Monday, is an annual publication by the, Econo the Council of Economic Advisors aimed at explaining the president's economic priorities and policies. Monday's report comes amid growing industry concern that federal regulators are looking to debank crypto companies. Though state and federal regulators have thus far denied these claims, still the tone of the report is unlikely to, um, to assure these concerns. Uh, former deputy uh, superintendent from with the New York Department of Financial Services told Coindesk that the report was a, quote, damning indictment. Uh, indicament of the space that makes their policy positions uh, pr position crystal clear. Quote, the amount of attention given to digital assets is substantial, especially when viewed in comparison to other areas of financial services that have arguably been far more detrimental over the past few weeks. And again, right, it, it, we've been saying this, right? That was an art, that was a, a video that we published last week we said they're taking advantage of the banking calamity and they're using the Bitcoin and crypto industry as a scapegoat. Quote, it has been argued that crypto assets may provide other benefits such as improving payment systems, increasing financial inclusion and creating mechanisms for the distribution of intellectual property and financial value that bypass intermediaries that extract value from both the provider and recipient. Looking under the hood at these arguments, however, shows a more complicated picture so far crypto assets have brought none of these benefits that's a flat out lie and that's a quote from the report that's a lie and we will go through it one by one such as improving payment systems yeah you're removing an intermediary right so what is the what is the percentage that visa and mastercard and, and you know those credit card companies charge it's like three percent american express it's more than that right Bitcoin's peer-to-peer, -peer. the Lightning Network, if you guys have used Lightning Network, it's literally pennies on the dollar, right? Of course, it's in its infancy. Bitcoin volatility is still high. But, you know, as Bitcoin continues and moves from a, you know, store of value into a medium of exchange, the volatility is going to decrease. And the awesome part about Bitcoin's volatility is that it goes up and to the right, right? <coughs> Excuse me. Increasing financial inclusion. Yes, you know, if you're in the U.S. and you have the financial privilege of having developed financial rails, you know, perhaps, you know, you have your PayPal, you have your you have your cash app, you have your Venmo. OK, fine. But if you live in Nigeria or if you live in Argentina with 99 percent inflation, it's very hard for me to get dollars. If you live in a country that is sanctioned by the U.S. government, it's incredibly difficult to get dollars, not impossible, but it's very hard to get dollars. Bitcoin serves them. Bitcoin doesn't care. So that's what we talk about with financial inclusion, right? Creating mechanisms for the distribution of intellectual property. That sounds like some shit coinery. So we're going to skip through that. Um, and financial value that bypasses intermediaries. Hell yes. Hell to the F yes. That's the point. Anyways, so let's go back to um, let's go back to some of the sections of the report. It's really important, guys. We do not have the time to cover all of it. It is 20 pages, but we're going to cover some parts of it, right? So this is the perceived appeal of crypto assets, the perceived, right? The key word perceived. It's like you don't, you guys don't actually, you know, understand the value. It's perceived value. The section reviews the potential benefits that crypto assets may offer as often touted by their proponents, while the next section evaluates what they have actually achieved, right? So moving on, uh, and then of course is take a look at this, right? So here we have, you know, a pie chart, right? They have stable coins, cryptocurrencies, crypto assets, digital assets. And then look what's in the middle, right? Look, you get the best of both worlds. You don't get the, you don't get the, the, the shit coined and the Bitcoin, but you still get the benefits of the central bank and cash and all that. And you know, what's right in the middle of that for audio listeners, of course, central bank, digital currencies. And that's what this report is all about. 
This report is all about trying to undermine the, you know, the appeal of Bitcoin and shitcoins, non-government money, and highlight the appeal of central bank digital currencies. That's literally what it's about, right? So it goes on to say, crypto assets have gained substantial popularity in recent years, particularly since the beginning of the pandemic in 2020. As shown in figure, the estimated market values of select crypto assets have increased significantly in recent years and reached a collective peak of nearly $3 trillion in November 2021. As of, as of the end of December 2022, crypto assets collectively had a reported market value of a little under $1 trillion due to a large downturn in prices over the year and largely reflecting the failures of certain predominant crypto asset projects and firms. So, you know, let's ignore right bitcoin cycles let's ignore the fact that bitcoin has gone up into the right for most of his existence maybe it has a one uh, one off year here and there let's ignore that and let's spin it to yes the the another market downturn which has happened many times in bitcoin's history is you know it's a reflecting to you know the failure of certain projects yes and they're right in a sense. And this is why we always say that the crypto industry gives a bad name to Bitcoin, right? Yes, dude, the shit coins, some shit coins are going to go down and never recover. This is why, you know, Bitcoiners advocate Bitcoin, not crypto. Anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, and then it explains, right, the functions of money, right? Goes on to say, in early history, bartering was a common way for people to exchange goods and services. Bartering, however, takes time because individuals need to find another person who is willing to trade one physical good or service for another. The first money was in form of things like seashells, right? You guys have heard this before. And then it goes on to say, eventually institutions and faith in currencies, particularly the U.S. dollar, became strong enough that space was not needed to assure investors' concerns about what was backing the currency. This led to the creation and adoption of fiat currency, or currency issued by government that is not re redeemable. Fiat currency's value is largely a function of the currency being the only instrument with which individuals can pay taxes. I think that's key there, right? The strength of the government's institutions, such as, such as the legal system and military, and a shared social trust in the value of money itself. Interesting. Money, and here, here you, you guys probably have heard this before, right? The Uniform Commercial Code, that's something that Governor DeSantis named yesterday. They were using that to try to pass certain laws and regulations. So it's interesting that we're hearing this wording once again. Money as defined in the Uniform Commercial Code. And remember, money as defined in the Uniform Commercial Code. Remember what uh, DeSantis said in his speech. They were trying to change the definitions of what money was in the Unified Commercial Code in certain states, right? Sneaky, sneaky. Um, anyways, uh, so back to this. In contrast here, the economic functions and common understanding of money are considered. For a type of money to actually be useful in the economic sense, there must be wide agreement about its value, either derived from assets backing it or from things like institutions and social trusts. Money serves three core functions, as a medium of exchange, as a unit of account, as a store of value. Well, I don't know about you guys, but the dollar has been a terrible store of value. Anyways, we're going to get back to more aspects of the report in the coming days. We didn't cover all of it. We tried to cover some of it as much as we had time to. But I, I, I want to give you guys the other side, right? So we're, we're paying attention to what the federal government is doing. They've been giving us signs that they've been doing this over the last couple, month, over the last couple of months. Nick Carter did a great piece, right? You know, we had... Um, Caitlin Long on Simply Bitcoin IRL a couple days ago to talk about it as well. So this does, this shouldn't come as a surprise to you, but this is a little bit more surprising is the fight that some states are putting up, right? We covered on yesterday's episode, right? DeSantis coming on his podium and saying, listen, you know, uh, CBDC's big brother. He's like, you know, he's labeling it. And we had uh, South Dakota Governor Christy, uh, Christy Nome, um, appeal or veto a a a, law, a a bill that was put on her desk that was trying to change the definitions in the the in the commercial code that we just covered trying to change the definitions of what is money and what is not money and if you pay attention to this report they're relying on this a lot 
right? Money as as defined in the uniform commercial code. They're they're relying on that a lot, right? So what they tried to do in South Dakota is that they tried to change that definition. It was only because she caught it that she vetoed the bill. And in South Dakota specifically, it would change the definition to allow central bank digital currencies and to explicitly say that currencies like Bitcoin and other shit coins are not currency, right? Anyways, also in Texas, it's happening as well. This came out on the 21st. I want you guys to pay attention to the dates of these press releases, whether it's Ron DeSantis or Ted Cruz, right? It's not a coincidence that they're all coming out around the release of the economic report of the president. So let me read through some of the quotes that, um, that some senators had. It says, the federal government has no authority to unilaterally establish a central bank currency. The bill goes a long way in making sure big government doesn't attempt to centralize or control cryptocurrency and instead allows it to thrive in the United States. We should be empowering entrepreneurs, enabling innovation, and increasing individual freedom, not stifling it. Uh, Senator Braun says, allowing the government to centralize America's financial information and increase surveillance of Americans' financial activity is simply a bad idea. The federal government should not have even more control over your money. I support the legislation to allow entrepreneurs to prosper and keep the federal government from further encroaching on your privacy rights. Senator Grassley says, quote, the American people ought to be able to spend their money how they choose without the possibility that every transaction could be tracked by the government. Policy this impactful should be made by Congress, not government bureaucrats, and our bill would, will in, would ensure that no one is snooping on the finances of hardworking Americans. Every American uh, deserves that peace of mind. So there's a battle going on. This is the separation of money and state. We are, lit, we are witnessing it. We have front row seats, and holy cow. I mean, bro, Opti, I, I don't know, man. We've been covering this for a while now, dude. Like, th th this does not surprise me whatsoever, man. Like, like, bro, we, we've, we've been covering this. The writing was on the wall for a while, but I think this is a smoking gun. They came out and they said the quiet part out loud. Look, we don't like Bitcoin. We don't think Bitcoin is money. We advocate for central bank digital currencies. Central banking is good. Central banking has done wonders. You know, Bitcoin is bad for the environment. Bitcoin is not good for inclusivity. But I, I, all those arguments, I think they're bullshit. I think they're misrepresentations. I think they're spin. I don't agree with them. And, and I would love for there to be an actual debate rather than this just this, you know, press release saying all the claiming all these things and without giving anybody the ability to rebuke it, man. This is crazy, dude. And they're not playing fair. That's why they denied Caitlin Long's banking charter. That's why they seized Signature Bank. Man, this is crazy, bro. And, I, and I'm telling you, this will continue to this will continue to heat up. But Anyways, Opti, what are your thoughts on all this, bro? Well, yeah, I was going to kind of uh, start where you ended, that we've been over the mark for a long time on the show. And I think I've been kind of having this uh, back and forth with myself recently. Uh, it's like the naive take that, oh, we just need to educate these people better. You know, they need to understand Bitcoin better. But I think it's becoming very obvious that the powers that be understand what we understand. And it's that those in power will lose that power by losing control of the money. And this is why they are being so adamant about fighting against Bitcoin. So I don't think we can say that the politicians and the central planners out there don't understand Bitcoin. Again, remember what Christine Lagarde said, if there's an escape valve, people will use it. So, you know, just uh, the central planners are here to help guys like, yeah, right. You know, this the, again, I like how it's cloaked under the guise of, oh, it's for your protection, citizens like it, it's pure projection. And, you know, the White House and the Biden administration are completely terrified. This is financial warfare right now. Uh, what did uh, CJ said when he came on the TTO? World War Three will be a financial war. And this we're in the midst of it. You know, we've been saying for a minute that uh, this is the then they fight you stage. I think it's becoming very obvious that we are in the very early stages of then they fight you because they blew up the system and they know it and we know it. And the information that's coming out the last week is further proof that they've known about this for over a year. They knew this exact scenario was going to play out. And now they are just trying to do whatever they can to stop the waterfall from exploding right now, which is Bitcoin. So, you know, they blew up the system. 
And uh, in 2008, when they blew up the system the last time, we had no choice but to bite the bullet and deal with the Great Recession. But now we have Bitcoin. During this financial crisis, we don't have to do that. You just opt out, take your your wealth and put it into Bitcoin, take it into self-custody. You know, it's very simple. We, we, we try to get that point across to everyone. Like, you don't have to partake in the political shot and fraud. Like, you don't have to... Partake in the games, the the bread and circuses. All you really need to do is opt out, save in Bitcoin, provide value to your fellow man, level up your skills. You know, just download a blue wallet on your phone. I am almost positive it's going to be a lot safer than the money in your bank account. And then just repeat the process. Like take your money out of the banks. And again, like kind of what Nico is saying at the very end when he brought up the receipts of all the states, like the most important things that you could be doing right now, and we've been saying this for a while, is vote with your money and vote with your feet. So take Bitcoin into self-custody and then at least at the very least, potentially thinking about moving to friendly Bitcoin jurisdictions, because we are seeing right now that uh, the beauty of the United States is playing out, that states have power. Uh, and the Fed can't supersede that. And so, again, just vote with your money and vote with your feet. Like, Bitcoin fixes this. They, you, like, What did I say last week or two weeks ago? Like, boomers writing pieces of paper telling us what to do and what not to do. Like, yeah, that worked for a long, long time. But now all you have to do is run the software, run the Bitcoin code, run a node, and opt out of this stuff. Like, you, you have a choice now. We have a choice. We have a solution to the problem, and it is Bitcoin. It is very clear that Bitcoin is the solution to this, or else we're just going to recreate everything over and over and over again if you're not taking your Bitcoin into self-custody and running a node. Like, we already know how this ends. Gold failed because of this very reason. Bitcoin is an improvement on this. We have the tools today, guys. Like, you don't have to partake in the circus. Uh, amen. Amen. Chico, what's what are your thoughts on this, bro? I mean, uh, we are at war, I think. Uh, it's a different kind of war, but uh, at least, uh, in my opinion, I think prohibition is coming, especially here in Europe. I think, uh, unfortunately, that's, that's the the step that they're going to take. And um, yeah, the, the best thing that we can do is exit the system, uh, stacking sets and um, making sure we, we lose them in a putting accident afterwards <laughs> in case the government, in case the government comes, comes to, to our place. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough battle, but um, I think uh, it's going to be worth it for sure. A hundred percent. And this is a, this is a peaceful war. You know, it's not kinetic. All you got to do to participate, you got to be a soldier. Very simple. Buy Bitcoin, earn Bitcoin, mine Bitcoin, and take that said Bitcoin into self-custody. That's it. That's what we got to do. That's what we got to do to win. And uh, Chico said something really interesting. He said uh, losing, you know, losing your Bitcoin on a boating accident. Well, I got good news for you guys. If you store your seed on steel, uh, especially the Bitplates Domino, Made from highly corrosion-resistant 316 marine-grade stainless steel and offering the ultimate protection against extremes of temperatures, your seed will be okay if it falls into the sea. 10% off all BitPlate products using promo code SIMPLY. Go to BitPlates.com for more information. Anyways, guys, we're going to stay on top of it. We're going to keep covering this economic report by the White House. We were only to cover, uh, we were only able to cover a little bit of it today. It's 20 pages. So we'll get back to it tomorrow. But first, let's get to the culture. Let's do it. The Daily Culture. Brought to you by swanbitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit swanbitcoin.com today. All right, guys, I also want to tell you about Swan's new offer. Bitcoin is generational wealth, and you can secure your bright orange future with the Swan IRA. Real Bitcoin, no taxes. Swan offers both traditional and Roth options to best fit your needs. Create your IRA and start adding Bitcoin in less than one minute. Transfers and rollovers are available. Swan's Bitcoin experts will get you set up with no transfer fees and no minimum balance requirements. This is real Bitcoin, non-ETF or other derivative. Get the real thing and get it at Swan. Go to swan.com slash IRA for more details. And of course, you could always send me a Twitter DM if you have any questions. Opti, it's all yours. 
Let's go. All right. Well, first and foremost, I do have some tweets up here, but Elaine, I really like this comment right here. Considering what we just covered in the news, uh, I think it's important to highlight this. We are fighting for the future of humankind. Like this is why Bitcoiners do what we do is because we understand that uh, the fiat system has stolen everything from us and they've stolen the future to pay for the for today. And the only way to really fight back is to take Bitcoin into self-custody. Anyways, I got a few tweets here. And again, this is just something that I've been trying to say for a while on the show, but we've had so many guests and I couldn't find our guest Twitter account this morning. So I'm going to do it today. But anyways, I'm going to use our friend's tweets to do just a little jump off point. And it's back to the idea that the fiat system is fundamentally broken, guys. And again, I've been referencing the big short. I'm the, I'm the cliche Bitcoiner referencing the big short right now. And I'm just keep getting reminded of the Steve Carroll uh, scene where he's like, everyone is walking around like it's an Enya video and not understanding what is going on. And Alejandro right here on Twitter, Alejandro BTC goes, most people I know have absolutely no idea what's going on. And this is something that I'm seeing in my daily life as well. I keep looking around and and, and just wondering to myself how many people understand what is going on. And I think it is very far and few in between. But Bitcoiners, you guys out there have the answers and it's becoming more and more important that we are kind of just doubling down on being the annoying Bitcoiners. And again, using other people's tweets as a jump off point, we have Eric Case on and he goes in quotes, I don't really get money or how all this stock stuff works. I am almost convinced that this is what everyone's saying right now. You know, everyone's waiting for the for the Fed meeting today, wondering what they're going to do with the money supply. They're probably wondering what happened with the banks over the last couple of weeks. They probably don't even remember what happened with the GameStop anymore because we're just bombarded with so much noise. Anyways, Eric Kaysong goes on to say, I know. And that's why you are broke with no way out. You think that if you play by the rules and make the right moves, you'll be okay. But the truth is the guys who run this game don't play by the rules and never did if anything comes out of the 2023 financial crisis that we are currently seeing it is that the powers that be have completely rigged against against the game against you and they know it what's the what's the saying uh they know they're lying we know they're lying and yet they continue to lie as we can see the banks are completely insolvent if you take one thing away from today's show is the banks are completely insolvent the fiat system is completely insolvent it is basically fraud perpetuated with uh laws and this is the status quo but you don't have to partake in this madness yet i understand human psychology and i understand that people will have to feel the pain before they wake up and and again, Steve Stefan Levera on Twitter goes, you can keep on playing make-believe in the fictional reserve banking system, or you can join the grown-ups in the Bitcoin system. It's fully reserved, open, and nobody but users control it. And this is the crux of the situation. What did we say in the news and the numbers? Neutral money that no one controls. This is the feature of Bitcoin. It is where the real grown-ups are playing, and it kind of goes back to what I keep telling you guys every single day, whether it's in the culture or whether it is on Twitter spaces. Bitcoiners have the solutions to the world's problems, and it's becoming more and more clear that we are right, they are wrong. They know that we are right, and they know that they're wrong, yet what do they have? They have a trillion-dollar PSYOP campaign against the <laughs> Average day, everyday person. Anyways, doubling Look, down. Bro, but it's true though. Like it's, it's true. I, like I'm. I used to think I was wearing a tinfoil hat when I when I said that. Now, no, but, but elaborate, elaborate a little bit. But like, what do you mean by that, Opti? Like, well, what is this psyop? The psyop is that the paper money you are using is real. It is not debt. And furthermore, what did we just see from the Biden administration? They literally dropped a whole report to try to gaslight you and tell you not to hold Bitcoin. Like they know what's going on. I am fully convinced they are they are aware of what's going on, but I am convinced that the reason they are able to double down on this is because the average person is still asleep at the wheel. And this is why it is so important to continue to spread the Bitcoin signal, whether it's through humor, whether it's through logic and facts, whether it's just through heartwarming stories. It is becoming very obvious that we need Bitcoin. And this is where I bring in this thread by Coin Junkie on Twitter. And this is, I think, where we're at right now. We're, we're at a, a fork in the road, I would say. 
And I think he lays it out very well in this thread. He goes, people are going to buy Bitcoin because it is predictable. People like to rely on calm, predictable information. The Fed and these other central banks are anything but predictable, as we are seeing today in the Federal Reserve meeting. Everyone's waiting you know, uh, with their hands under their butts, wondering what they're going to do, biting their nails because everyone feels like the world's about to blow up. The banking system is about to blow up. We'll see what happens. Anyways, as much as they try to sell that they are predictable, they are no more predictable than all of these shit coins. So, you know, people who don't own Bitcoin will laugh at the idea that Bitcoin is the solution. And those that do own Bitcoin will laugh at the people that clearly just don't get it. So we will all be laughing. We'll be laughing into the bright orange future. But you cannot build a future without predictable money, a neutral money that no one controls. Our, our whole economy is slowed down right now, waiting for the Fed to give us a clear direction. And they simply have no ability to do so. Uh, Bitcoin is that path forward, guys. Otherwise, it is idle laziness and low production. And this is where we are right now. And remember the Jack Mahler's video that we played yesterday. Absolutely pure signal from Jack Mahler's. And he did a tweet thread on it today or last night. I forget exactly which one. And he goes, the Fed told us inflation was transitory. The Fed told us there would be a soft landing. Now the Fed is going to fix a financial crisis by pretending low price bonds are worth more than they are. No, thank. I prefer software and math that I don't have. Oh, it seems like we lost Opti, guys. The show, the show must go on. The show must go on. Seems like his internet dropped out. No, oh, he's back. He's no. back. All good. My, my All internet good. dropped out. Okay. <laughs> Keep All it right. rolling. Keep it well, rolling, bro. Well. All right. I was on my last two threads or two tweets. Guys, the Bitcoin monetary supply is the most stable money in the world. We already know what the total supply of Bitcoin will be. And it is because you guys run the, the, the code. You guys run your nodes. You guys are taking Bitcoin into self-custody. You've opted out of the madness. And I just had to throw one of my memes in here because... It is becoming very, very clear that Bitcoiners were right. And so we have the, just a standard Wojak uh, bell curve meme. We have the left side of the bell curve. Bitcoin standard is the only way. We have the right side of the bell curve. Bitcoin standard is the only way. And we have the midwits. Oh, my God. Bitcoin maxis were right. Guys, act like we are right. Act like we have the solutions because we do. And in the face of everything going on, I think it's becoming more and more important to realize that the solution is Bitcoin. And I think tomorrow, Nico, depending on uh, it, something else crazy comes up, I might cover the Balaji tweet thread because I think it kind of lays out stuff pretty pretty good, even though it is coming from a shit coiner. I think it's very interesting right now that a lot of people are trying to orange wash the past and realizing that Bitcoiners are right. Bitcoin maxis are right. One money will win this great transition, and it is Bitcoin. Anyways, yeah, CB Coop, my McDonald's Wi-Fi is acting up. I'll have to move my setup again. I'll have to move my, my setup again. Sorry, I would just like to to basically add that uh, I have a finance slash economics background, and for us people, it's really, really hard like to swallow the frog that uh, basically everything that we've learned on uni is wrong, you know? And I think that's like the major reason why these people, especially like related to Wall Street, are like uh, so hard to be convinced regarding like why Bitcoin makes sense. It's it's literally a matrix experience that I've, I've went through. So I think you know, in order to to get out of uh, in order to get out of a prison, you need to to know that you're in one, right? There's this famous quote, and I think that it fits really like the um, the perspective from from these guys in, namely in Wall Street. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Oh man, my my blood my blood is still my blood is still boiling. My blood is still boiling, bro. Boy, oh boy, do we have a fight. But remember, guys, not your keys, not your Bitcoin. Anyways, everybody, let's get to the meme review. Let's do it. The Daily Meme Review. Brought to you by Kaboom Racks. I get this question all the time. Nico, where should I buy Bitcoin miners? The answer is Kaboom Racks. It's the best place to buy Bitcoin miners. That's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices. Start your mining utopia today. To check out their racks, you got to go to t.me slash Kaboom Racks. Join their Telegram group and start your mining journey today. Kaboom Racks. All right, guys. You already know what I say every single day. 
and it's becoming more and more obvious that this is the truth. You are in an information war right now. You need to understand what is the signal and what is the noise and hold on to that signal. And that signal is Bitcoin. That signal is all your friends on Bitcoin Twitter continuously rid ridiculing the powers that be, putting truth in art and spreading that Bitcoin signal, getting the calls of actions out there because tweets are the bullets, memes are the artillery. We are in an information war and it's never been more obvious that the powers that be do not want you holding Bitcoin. So what are we going to do? We're going to make memes and hold Bitcoin. This is the way and this is the path forward, boys and girls. Anyways, Becca hit me up yesterday on the YouTube stream and she said I was LARPing on my picking of my memes and I didn't see your meme, but you tagged me. And so we're bringing it on today. So this is Ghost of Becca. She goes, good morning, hashtag Bitcoin. And we got the classic Wojak sitting in a room. They don't know meme, but now we got Janet Yellen's head on top of it. And it goes, they don't even care that we're going to print trillions of more dollars. And it's a bunch of Bitcoiners. It goes, 21 million limited supply, TikTok next block, rules without rulers, biatch. <laughs> Shout out to Becca. Okay, this next one is by at Sly Goomba. And... Hey, dude, I felt this one because I literally I've been doing this the last couple of days. So we got a Lord of the Rings meme here and he goes after every single bank run. And then we go. I forget who this is. So maybe uh, maybe Chico can can help me out on exactly what character this is. But he goes, after all, why not? Why shouldn't I watch it? And he's looking at the meme or the Lord of the Rings ring and if you zoom in, it is the big short. After all, why shouldn't we be watching the big short again and again after every single bank run? Because it's almost like it's telling us exactly what's happening, just a different way. Anyways, this next one is by at empty underscore banks. And he just goes, good morning. And I really, really, for some reason, like these Goodwill hunting memes. I don't know. They hit me different. Anyways, we got Matt Damon with the in that classic scene with the with the yuppie guy with a ponytail. And he goes, one day you'll wake up, stack some Bitcoin and start doing some thinking on your own and come to two certainties in life. One, don't fuck with people's money. And two, definitely don't fuck with people's trust. This is literally where we are right now in the movie, boys and girls. They have messed with our money and they have completely annihilated our trust. And yet some people still trust them. I don't get it. Couldn't be me. Can't relate. Anyways, this next one is by at Maxi's Club and it goes 342, mood. And it's a Bitcoiner. It looks like a little baby Bitcoiner, an innocent Bitcoiner. And it goes, my only two moods. We got the angel on one side. Having Bitcoin, you can protect yourself from the eminent global financial disaster. And then the devil Bitcoiner on the other shoulder goes, have fun staying poor. Lol, this is where we are right now. Everyone probably feels the same way. We do have some sense of compassion over here as Bitcoin maxis. We have the solution. And yet sometimes... We just get we, we we just get our patience tried and we just hit you with a strong meme. Anyway, this next one is by Coin Bureau and it goes, big day for Jerome today, bigger day for Bitcoin. And we got the classic superhero pressing buttons dilemma meme. And on the left side it goes, another bailout, Bitcoin moons. And on the other side, let the system collapse, Bitcoin moons. And we got Jerome Powell's face sweating. Jerome's dilemma right now. Which button do I do? We shall see in about I don't know, uh, an hour or so what they do and which way we go in this fork in the road. So interesting, interesting, interesting. This next one uh, is not so much a meme as it is a chart, but shout out to at Morpheus underscore BTC. And he goes, even Goldman is saying Bitcoin is the best performing asset. Are you still stacking or are you still in the fiat matrix? Wake up and you can see over here we have this uh, chart. You know, we have some some data in from Goldman Sachs and it goes on the top market performance year to day, absolute and risk adjusted returns. And you can see total returns in Bitcoin, 51 percent, literally blowing every other investment out of the out of the water. It's because it's almost like Bitcoin is the safe haven asset. And then on the other side, we got risk adjusted return, sharp ratio and Bitcoin 1.9 above everything else. So, again, even the banks are saying what we say, that Bitcoin is the best thing to be holding. And this next one, guys, uh, I'm not going to play the audio. 
because I, there is some background noise and I don't, I don't want to get hit with the copyrights. But shouts out the Ghost of Whitman. This is this is the vibe. I literally ju- 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 just play it with the with yeah, the sound I'm, off. I, exactly. I'm going to play with the sound <laughs> off and and I'll and I'll narrate it. Uh, I literally play uh, showed you guys the simply Bitcoin meme that was basically this video in meme form, but. We got Ghost of Whitman right here. He goes, quote, you got lucky with Bitcoin. And then he goes, stacking and saving in Bitcoin for years. And here's the video, guys. Oh, oh, we got someone walking over mousetraps, running through a fireboard. Uh, he he gets on a seesaw and it hits him in the nuts. <laughs> and let's see, you know, nutshot seesaw. This is the Bitcoin journey. It's a lot of pain. He gets pepper sprayed and tear gassed. And oh, you Bitcoiners just got so lucky. And this is us stacking and saving the last four years. Paintball. Getting He's getting paintballs. <laughs> you know, he he bust, busts through some, some LED lights. Oh. And then he gets taser gunned again as he goes in a little kiddie pool this is the pain literally guys (laughs) don't let them tell you this was easy it is not easy remember how much work you had to put in to stack sats to learn about bitcoin remember how much blood sweat and tears you had to go through to understand Bitcoin, remember how Proof of every, work, bro. It, remember of how work. every one of your friends called you an idiot and a <laughs> lunatic and delusional, and yet you doubled down and continued to stack sats. Do not let them tell you it was easy. You have earned this. You will continue to earn this. It will only get harder as the Bitcoin price moves forward. So double down on your convictions. This is Amen. the way Amen. Bitcoiners are correct. Anyway, Nico, I see you're already ready with your meme review. Bro, I'm going to give it not one, not one jade. I'm going to give it two jades. And one of them is invisible. But I got got you guys. I got you guys. You got to turn off the green screen for a second. Take a look at that. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Come on, camera. Zoom in. You could do it. You could do it, camera. It's the special edition jade. That's my score. That's my score, bro. All right. Well, my score, this this seems very fitting today. Uh, again, I'm using the Bitcoin Mag's orange pill or orange party issue, but it is not the magazine because I've given that one already. I am giving you the Max Kaiser article. Who is the Banana Republic now, Biatch? <laughs> Woo! Spicy. Chico, what would you give those memes? Memes. I mean, uh, from a rate, uh, what's the scale? No, any, any, any score, number, feeling? I mean, they were pretty good, I guess. Oh, good. Especially, I oh, guess. Oh. Especially, especially the last one. Oh, okay. But, you know, regarding, regarding what you guys said, uh, I have something else to say as well. So I'm, doing, I'm finishing my master's in fiat finance, let's say. Just for you guys to be aware, we are like almost 400. And like I'm pretty much the only Bitcoiner in class. Like everyone thinks, <laughs> everyone thinks that I'm crazy when when I I ask the professors like questions regarding Bitcoin. Just just for you guys to be aware, and you know another reason for for us to be bullish about we the future. We are early. And what's we are and, and early. crazy? Yeah, we are early as fuck. And the craziest thing is that these guys are going to be the ones that are going to like they're going to be managing like pension funds. Everyone's um, you know reforms and uh you know investment plans and they are like they have this mental model that uh you know it's not practical in the real world and um and that's what's like completely fucked up and um yeah uh we are still early guys that's that's what we i wanted are to still say early that is the score anyways opti we got time for four scores let's do it music cue please Wait, 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 wait. I think we need a wait. Hold on. Uh, I, oh, wait. No, we got one. We got, we got some. Okay, okay, okay. No, no, no. We do have to wait. We do have to wait. We do have to wait. Chico, <laughs> Chico threw, Chico threw me a curveball. I know. I, hey, you see Chico, this? I'm, a, I'm Chico, still professional. Chico threw me a curveball, bro. Okay, anyways, guys, before we get to the meme scores, I want to give a shout out to our awesome clothing sponsor. Super stylish, super comfortable. I literally wear the merch every, it's all I wear nowadays. Represent LTD.com. They got Simply Bitcoin merch. There's some shirts still available. Opti has the sold out Simply Bitcoin hat. Only represent LTD.com and you could use promo code simply dash Bitcoin. Get yourself a 10% discount. Anything on the store. Anyways, Opti, let's get to some, let's get through, let's get through some, uh, some scores. So wrote Mr. Robot 20 out of 21. Very nice. 
RW meme score 350 exahashes proof of work boom shakalaka laka laka <laughs> Elaine Lowell score Nigerian style adoption of CBDCs yes yes I love that Igor I give the memes Jack Ballers I Nico can't read those anatomically types. correct wheelbarrow Opti's gonna do the reading from now on thank no, you no, Igor no 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 it, it's part of the meme review score <laughs> your readings all right, we, we I can make, do on I this make one. videos. I make videos for a reason. Okay, McLovin, I give the memes a cubic <laughs> zirconia engagement ring for Opti to give to Christine Lagarde. Okay, okay, very nice, very nice. <laughs> it's just a bad day for me, bro. It's a bad day. <laughs> All right, that's the buzzer. Also, guys, check out Simply Bitcoin Telegram groups. Absolutely free. Go to go to TV. And of course, check out the written version of this show, Simply Bitcoin's blog. We're dropping hot fire. Shout out to our awesome team of writers. So check that out. Also free. And thank you so much for our guests for joining us today. Chico Durden 21. Guys, Simply Bitcoin is for the people. So we bring on Bitcoiners from all walks of life. Very popular Bitcoiners that have huge followings and unknown Bitcoiners as well. But I'll tell you this, guys, it's something that I've picked up. The most fascinating stories I've heard are from Bitcoiners that don't really necessarily have uh, huge followings. And the reason for that is because no one's heard their story before. So we're going to try our best to continue highlighting these Bitcoiners, bringing them on Simply Bitcoin Live. That's what the show is all about so that they can tell their story. Chico, thank you so much for joining us today. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Yeah, so I'm uh, at Twitter at ChicoDurden21. Um, I mean, I have a LinkedIn as well, but I don't think it's <laughs> uh, it fits um, your audience. So yeah, I guess uh, if you want to connect with me, just just send me a, D- a DM or follow me and I'll follow you back. Awesome. Thank you. G- thank you, Chico, for joining us. Guys, that was another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. If you enjoyed the show, you know what to do. Smash that like button. Consider subscribing if you feel like we provided you value. The number one thing you could do, especially after what happened today, to spread the peaceful Bitcoin revolution is share this content. Get people to or- get orange pill people. Get people to take self-custody. Don't shit coin. It's bad for you. Speaking of that, that reminds me. Guys, we are hosting a Twitter Spaces all the way till 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with our friends over at Swan Bitcoin. Best place to build your bitcoin stack so if you want the party to continue definitely join the twitter spaces is live right now we will see you tomorrow for a brand new episode of simply bitcoin live